stick my toes in I'm frozen, I know I'm God's chosen Internal explosion my toes in, I'm frozen, I know I'm God's chosen, internal explosion. What's up everyone, this is Benny J, and yo, it's not Christmas, nor is it Hanukkah, but check it out, here is your boy, Mr. Monica, here in the building. <laughs> and yo, this is episode number three, vibin', vibin'. Here at Internal Explosion, the podcast. So today is exactly that. We are just, we're vibing. We decided to pick this adorable hat with a guinea pig on it. I love guinea pigs. First of all, they make the most hilarious noises. (laughs) So Chris is going to be like, "What, Mr. Moniker is going to be like, why are you doing that for everyone to see? And the reason being is because I'm vibing, you know, I'm, I'm... I'm straight cruising, you know? Like Smokey Robinson cruising? Ooh. Why not? Smokey Robinson, non-smoking Robinson. (laughs) (laughs) But this is what a guinea pig sounds like if you've ever heard one. They make noises like... And then all of a sudden, if you pet them, they'll go like... (laughs) And it's so adorable. And hilarious because it sounds like a dude shivering out in the freezing cold every time. And it's awesome, too, because you can condition them very easily with food. As soon as they hear the bag rustle, I'm telling you, it's right back to the squeaking. And they are they're really just an adorable little animal because everything to them is food. So you put your finger near their mouth. You're getting nibbled. Food is all food to them. Oh, again, apparently the microphone's like food to me because I'm always trying (laughs) to eat it. So like a guinea pig, I like the vibrations they put out into the world when they Mm. give their little. (laughs) And I like the fact that when we think about vibrations in a general sense, you could think about, let's go to an earthquake. Let's go to any natural disaster that could create movement with these tectonic plates beneath the earth's surface just a little bit there. Imagine you're in the midst of these vibrations and you're terrified by them. Some vibrations are very overwhelming, and they can, they can be alarming. Other vibrations might be more subtle. You might not catch on to them as quickly and figure out what frequency that they're coming out of. And that in itself could be a subtle disaster. Because if you don't know what frequency you're operating on or the people around you are operating on, you might have your FM dial. You might think you're on FM, but you might be on the CB radio. Mm. You might be getting these weird hidden messages going on that are just kind of going right over your head. But remember, everything you speak, every single audible thing that you hear has a frequency to it. And we want to make sure that the frequency that we dial into is aligned with Christ. That's really what the heart of this vibe and message is. Mr. Moniker, talk to him a little bit. Give him some frequency. Oh, man. Get your freak on <laughs> <laughs> so like like my brother said we we exist at the crossroads of vibrations you know, vibrations coming from from people from places from situations in fact all, all sound is is a vibration yeah and the way we perceive sound is that our our auditory perceive vibrations and that connects to our brain and we perceive sound 
And so there are many different types of sound, you know, verbal sounds, sounds around us. But then there's also sounds that have different frequencies. Like like my brother said, Uh, sometimes you may hear someone say, I just feel something, something's Something's in the air. Something's wrong. I just feel unsettled. Yeah, the rumbly in your tumbly. Yeah, because we, we're vibrational beings, and and we pretty much are receptors for vibrations. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it is tempting to get caught up in the vibrations yeah. of being in groups of people and talking about different things and situations which may not be morally right. Sometimes you can get caught up or we can get caught up in there, yeah. but... Being in Christ, we're we're called to create a new frequency. Yes. A frequency that disturbs the earth's norms or the world's norms. And that's kind of what we've been called as as children of God. Not saying that it's easy, but we we do if we profess ourselves to be Christians, which we both do, yeah. we're we're called to be the vibration for Christ, yes. to change the frequency, to speak out against injustice mm-hmm. and situations which are not pleasing to God. So just want to kick it back because I'm I'm catching a little vibe right now. And before I get off on a tangent, I'm just going to toss Please. it over to you. Please. When I think about the idea of all of these frequencies, the vibrations, I go right into the idea that when we pray, We're throwing out a vibration that this world doesn't even understand. Sometimes we ourselves have no idea what we're doing. And it says in the scripture that the Holy Spirit actually prays for us with moans and utterances like like really weird, probably guttural sounds that we wouldn't even comprehend. And he does it on behalf of us in a language that we don't understand in order to actually hold us up as God's holy people. And that's such a beautiful idea that we've got supernatural vibrational beings. I don't want, I don't want to say God's a vibrational being. I don't know what God is as far as like his composition. But as far as the way he creates, he speaks out into the atmosphere that he created by saying words. That's Genesis. Like we're going all mm-hmm. the way back to the beginning there. God spoke and it was. Everything comes out of that vibrational frequency from God's speaking it into existence. It's an incredible thought. So whatever you say, this is why it's so important to watch your tongue, because whatever you allow your tongue to speak throws a frequency out there. That frequency ends up vibing with the people around it. And even the spiritual elements that are, that are around us that we can't see or perceive all the time with our own senses. You need that almost like that sixth sense sometimes to be able to Mm -hmm. actually perceive the spirits around. Mm -hmm. And this gets a little mystical because it doesn't work with an empirical approach to thinking. That is a very boxed in, everything is based on the senses that we're aware of and that we we can try to quantify because we can say we saw it or we heard it or we felt it with our, with our typical senses. And therefore it must be true because It's grounded in the sense of reality that is this body, this existence, the material world around us and our material being. The problem with that is it de-emphasizes the spiritual to the point where all spiritual becomes qualitative in the thoughts of the the people that are looking at empiricism. And, And a lot of people don't want to reconcile the idea that there are just things that aren't explainable. 
the inexplicable circumstances we get put into, the crazy circumstances where, let's say, people get brought back to life in a situation where the doctors mm. thought, oh, that dude's dead. That person's not going to make it. And then, boom, all of a sudden, this so-called miracle. Is it random chance? Is it God? Honestly, that's up to you. To, that's up for you to decide because I think a lot of these things are driven by faith. So I encourage you all to check the frequency that you're on regularly because it's easy to fall into other frequencies based on the influences that you have around you. If you open your ear to the wrong types of people or people that might lead you astray because they themselves are blind and don't know where they're going, they'll literally lead you right into a pit with them. You ain't trying to walk into a pit. It's hard to hear down there. That's true. You might feel more of the earth. You might get, you might get one with nature down there, but I don't recommend it. You, you said something a couple minutes ago about speaking into <laughs> That's a while. The, the atmosphere. Um, but when you speak, it reflects the condition of your heart. Yes. And so when, when we're trying to find people that we are in alignment with and our spirits connect mm -hmm. and they're exuding the proper frequency, beautiful things happen. It's like... I know Ben's vibe. When I got to know Ben, I'm like, you know what? There's something about this cat. I cannot put my finger on it, but his he was exuding a vibration that resonated with me and vice versa. Yes. And we are relational beings. And so it's not just what we say. Um, well, using that example, if we look at what we say, it reflects the heart. Yeah. And there was so much that I perceived from him that he didn't even have to say. I just caught the vibration. And when you're, when you're called to be a Christian, and that is your identity, if you're saying things that are not in alignment with that, it reflects the status of your heart. Yeah. And so sometimes if you really want to get a barometer on where you are in your spiritual journey, check what you're saying, check what you're doing, check the things that you like, because all those things have vibrations and it reflects the condition of our heart. Um, our goal is to go out through through the Christian vibration. Yep. You know, we are relational beings and to change everyone's frequency so that they're in alignment with God's vibration. Mm -hmm. um, and some people say that humanity is a symphony. If everyone gets if everyone gets turned to the proper frequency, then, yeah, it will be a symphony. Yeah. Everyone will be vibrating um, on the right on the right frequency. Yes. And it's, yeah. it's really hard sometimes to figure out what is the right frequency. Right. It feels like most people are just fumbling through. And the only reason that Chris and I have any hope at all in the sense of we're on the right frequency is our experience is directly with God. Mm -hmm. He's shown us parts of himself. He's, he's demonstrated for us his power in our lives and over us. And he's demonstrated his love for us despite our brokenness. And that is really what brought us into the space where we were like, yo, there is a particular frequency we're to, mm -hmm. we're to operate at. And those truths are found in God's word in the Bible. He gives us all of the details of what it means to stay in the boundaries. What boundaries are there between good and evil? Which, which direction will my tongue lead me in if I say this? Is mm -hmm. it putting me more towards wickedness or is it putting me towards righteousness? And I think it's important to constantly weigh what we say because we want to stay closer to the middle. You don't want to be so extreme toward the righteous mm -hmm. that you destroy yourself. Because what happens to people who are 
overly righteous. It doesn't go well in this world. Somebody's going somebody's gonna to put a, a target on your back and they're going to come for you. But it's not saying that you don't want to be righteous at all either. It's not saying that you should be afraid to exercise godliness in your life. It's saying don't be extreme to the point where you just create trouble everywhere you go and there's no peace anymore when you're around. Because there has to be understanding to match that level of godliness. It can't just be zeal for God, period, with no wisdom or understanding, because then it's ungrounded. But if you go over here and you go to the wicked side, it's honestly chaos over there. You don't know what you're going to get. There is no rhyme or reason. Everything is based off pure passion like an animal. You're just chasing the wind. And if you're chasing the wind, you're never going to know which direction you're going you're gonna to land in. And that's a scary thought, too. Being tossed by like the waves of the ocean, left, right, up, down, diagonally. Don't you want some level of, of, of understanding of direction and the way that you're moving? The only way you're going to get that is if you figure out what does your foundation look like in your thinking? What grounds you to something that you can say, that's true. That makes the most sense. I can rationally break that down and say, that always adds up somehow better than all the other options. There's an, there's an ability to discern between good and evil, right and wrong. We live in a world that wants to tell us that there is no, there is no binary language anymore. It's just an open-ended spectrum. Well, if you believe that, be prepared to get tossed every which way. It's again, it's a choice you make. But the problem is you, it's not only your choice, you're being pressured through the indoctrination of the systems around you, telling you that everything is just fluid and you can do what you want. You can do what you feel. You can run to where your itching ears hear things that your ears want to hear. And you can run to where your eyes lead you into the shiny object. But guess what? It's never fulfilling. So if you want to be fulfilled, if you want to find truth, you have to land somewhere. Because not every, there's no way that everything is truth. There's got to be some things that are rooted in lies. Otherwise, we wouldn't be able to conceive of that thought. Clearly, there is a spectrum. That doesn't, so that's not a hard thing to say. Good and evil, and then everything that fits in between in the gray areas that we have to reason through and try to make sense of because you can't always find a clean landing spot. But you try to find the best one that you can, trusting that God will lead you into it. So, dude, you're you're looking, you're you're saying, and I agree that people are looking for absolutes, yes, like a, a solid foundation. And I'm I'm thinking of the Gospel of John, where where Jesus says that the the sheep know the sound of my voice. Yo. So if if I can substitute, the the sheep perceive my vibes, yeah. my frequency, my yeah. vibrations. And we talked about sound earlier, just being a collection of vibrations, and so. The, the beautiful thing about that is that if Jesus says that the sheep, you know, us, hear his voice, the follow-up question will be, well, how do we know what Jesus is saying? Hmm. The absolute is scripture. The, the scripture has been provided to us. And as we always invite all of us, all of you, to follow scripture, this is a simple place where we invite you once again just to read through scripture, see what scripture says. And as you are living out the scripture, you're going to start hearing the voice of Christ mm -hmm. directing you and guiding you. You'll be on that frequency. And that, that's where the proof is. You know, any activity that you do, any lifestyle, you have to fact check it. 
You have to prove it. You can't just blindly follow it. We never just say blindly follow Christ. Test everything we Test say. Test everything. And so because we both experience Christ, we can say with certainty that if you look through Scripture and you perceive it and live it out, you will understand Christ's frequency. And that will start to inform your life. And you're going to start to see parallels that you see in Scripture or from Scripture. And before you know it, you're living on Christ's vibrations and you got that solid foundation. That's the truth. To wrap this up, the idea that you will come into an understanding of the frequency or the vibrations of being connected with Jesus, it's never simple, especially mm -hmm. if you've lived another life before finding Christ. If you, didn't, if you weren't raised on that frequency to learn how to hear it, it's going to have some deep contrast when you first come into hearing his voice, you're going to go through a lot of struggles trying to sift through and differentiate between hearing God's voice through Christ, through the Holy Spirit and the word of God, and then also hearing that voice that's been drilled into you by the world. Everything that you've, all the systems you've grown up with, all the, all the things that they've taught you over and over again, it's not always going to be a clear frequency and you're going to have to learn how to discern between the spirits, between something that would lead you toward Christ or any other spirit that would lead you away from Christ. And that's really key. So I'm gonna drop a little, a little funny nugget on you. Uh, when I was a kid, we had guinea pigs. <laughs> and the first guinea pig we had was my mom's guinea pig. And that one's name was Butterscotch. I think I was, I was mad little at that time. Then my brother got a guinea pig and he named that guinea pig Fweep. P-H-W-E-E-P. Fweep, 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 fweep. And you already know. And then I got a guinea pig, and I named my guinea pig Snickers because of what it left behind all day, every day. It was disgusting. Hungry? <laughs> Why wait? <laughs> Why wait? Yo, and then, lastly, I had a guinea pig named Bizzle for shizzle. Yeah. <laughs> that's if you know, it. you know. That's it. So we had all these guinea pigs, and boy, I loved them. I thought they were the cutest little things. And then let's say last, last, for least, last but not least, last for least. Yeah, that's it. I like that better. In Spanish, the word for guinea pig is cuy. C-U-Y. And for all you Spanish speakers out there, say U-E. Griega. I think. <laughs> Why not? So cooey. And it's because of the sound they make. Quee, 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 quee. The funny thing is in Peru, guinea pigs run across streets and create huge blockades in the street as they flood over a major roadway, which is the funniest, cutest thought I could ever have. And on top of that, they eat cooey as a street food. They say it tastes like chicken. Sure. I would try it, but I wouldn't be able to try it without thinking of my dearly beloved yet deceased guinea pigs from the, from the past. And uh, I hope that's sentimental to you. <laughs> As we talk about vibing. Yes. You can also, well, if you're dead, I don't think you vibe. No. But I'll tell you what, I was vibing when I would, I, if I had some, some fresh fried guinea in my mouth, 
I'd be uh, I'd be vibing. I'm sure it tastes good with the right seasoning. <laughs> but anyway, as always, it's Benny J. And yo, it's your boy, Mr. Moniker, here in the building. Uh-huh. And this is Internal Explosion, the podcast, episode three. Vibin'. Hope you all enjoyed this. Have a wonderful week. We'll catch you next time. Catch the vibe, folks. Adios. <laughs> <laughs>